What's up, fam? Before we get into this epic interview with Pierre, aka District Dodger on Instagram, as you <clears throat> might or probably shouldn't know him, uh, just wanted to say, actually, I'm not going to plug anything. Like, I'm not going to say that a sponsor would be cool. I'm not going to say that, you know, you can watch this interview on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Bruce Allen. But what I am going to say is that just want to thank you guys so much for uh, consuming any of these podcasts or any of my other content. And uh, I love doing them. Uh, I'm doing at least two a week. And sometimes it's looking like four, but literally it's snow today. And so it literally canceled two interviews. So that sucks, but still got content. But anyways, guys, <laughs> you like that? Anyways, guys, uh, Pierre is a super cool and just extremely deep dude like i i truly respect and have so much admiration for someone who sees the world through his lens uh, we need more people like that and i'm i'm somewhat envious because it's just super unique and i hope you guys really enjoy this because uh i don't know like after i had interview with him i just felt like low-key woke whoa low-key woke <laughs> anyways guys um you know how to do it what to do i'm just rambling enjoy Man. Usually most creators <laughs> are just trying to stay right away from the spotlight most for of the sure. time. Yeah, for sure. Maybe not me and you. I mean, I I, I wouldn't say... I, th I think that uh, I would rather not be... In, like, my natural element would rather not be in a spotlight, but I think that uh, like if you're trying to tell a story, you got to tell it, you know? Like it takes your, your face being there to be able to tell it? No, not necessarily, but I think that... Um, I think for me... I think for me it does. I think that like, you know, and I don't want to get too far ahead, but I think that for me I want to like demystify creativity a little bit mm. and like let people know like that you can do it. So I think like showing myself and, and speaking myself and just let people know like, you know, I'm just a normal dude. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Hey, well, here, let me intro this real quick yeah, before, yeah, before yeah. we get into it. Because, like, damn, I was like, I, was like, I could dig deep on this yeah. one. All right, guys, welcome back to That's the Angle. And today I am joined with Pierre, a.k.a. District Dodger. Not the District Dodger, but District Dodger. Yeah. I made that mistake so many times typing it into Instagram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm District Dodger. This is the Bruce Allen. Dude, that's a cool name. How'd you get that? Um, You know, when I, I started, uh, I, I kind of started creative endeavors, like, around street photography so mm. um it was like when you remember when like street photography was like a heavy wave like like, like tumblr like, wave uh, yeah tumblr and and like street dreams magazine and that type of stuff like it, it makes you think of the satorialist yeah yeah for okay sure. yeah. yeah he was like huge for street yeah. photography i felt right. like that in my mind was the time right yeah so it was like that it was a, it was back then i used to uh I used to just get on the subway and just pick a stop and get off and just walk and take photos. So it was like... In D.C.? Yeah. So it just kind of came up like District Dodger. Ah. Yeah. And, so you, and so, you, so you grew up in D.C.? No, I, so I grew up right outside PG County. Oh, yeah, nice. Fort Washington. Pretty girl county. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, that, that, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you, you're just so close you can come right in. Yeah. That's like one of those adventures, like, oh, I'm just going to take the metro into the city, walk around, take photos. That's, that's like something I tell myself on a monday at 9 p.m 
It's like, oh, that'd be so relaxing. But right. then you it, then Friday or Saturday morning comes around, and you're just like, fuck it all. Yeah, I'm not gonna do. But you actually literally. did it. I, yeah, I was. I mean, I was like, that was my way for a while before, mm-hmm. like, before I was full time freelance. And wow. like I had a normal job or yeah. sort of normal job. Um, that's what I would do. I would just get on the subway, get off, like, but it'd be probably like every other day. Wow. You know, that's yeah. dedication at first. That's why I've walked from the Nat Stadium to the Verizon Center. I've probably walked the whole city. And so what were you taking photos of? Were you trying to anything. take photos of people, architecture or anything that caught my Dang. So what'd you end up doing with all that work? Uh, that's on the hard drive. <laughs> you never put it out? Uh, you know, the, the the occasional bangers that I wanted to drop on IG, I did. But, uh, ah. but yeah, I still probably got a lot of stuff, man. What were you doing street photography with? I always, I'm always curious if people shoot street uh, photography with. A Canon Rebel T3i. How about, no, but your lens specifically. Oh, 50. Yeah. The nifty 50. That's a great street yeah. photography lens. Yeah. That and a 35. Right. But you, that must have been pretty interesting trying to get those angles with, yeah. the, with the 50 because it's so pitched in sometimes exactly. i feel like on a street yeah you, you end up shooting from the hip sometimes right you yeah know? yeah i mean so that's i think that's that kind of uh my personality crafting my style so i'm more chill mm-hmm. i'm not like i know some great 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 photographers street photographers shout out my boy kyle miles um like he can when he has a camera in his hand it doesn't matter he doesn't get awkward like if he wants to take a picture of you He'll take a picture. He's just that guy. Yeah, I'm not like that. I'm a little bit more like reserved. So I bet you if I if I really look back at the catalog, it's probably very, very kind of architecture driven, street art. Um, Less likely to like get in the homeless guy's face and be like, hey, can you hold that pose? Right. Yeah. No, I'm not. not, I never like if if I'm taking a photo of you, I don't want you to know. Like I'm not going to ask. I've never asked. Just straight candid? Yeah. I've never asked. I don't think I've ever asked anyone. Do you not like the pose street photography or is Um, it straight candid, I guess? Not that I don't like it. I just, again, just my personality mm-hmm. isn't like, it, I'm not going to stop you and ask you for a photo. Yeah, um, I think that's what's cool about photography is that yeah. your personality will really shine through 100%. in your photos. Like you could probably 100%. look at your street photography and be like, oh, obviously Pierre's, I don't want to say shy, but like you're less upfront to people, right. but like like your friend, right. but it's like you still find your art within that. Exactly. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. I think that like, I think I think you have to like create from inside out as opposed to in, outside in because it's just not going to be you. So if, for instance, if if I was, you know, seeing these great street portraits and I wanted to replicate those, like I don't think it necessarily would have came out super good because it's not like my natural process. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, because I think so. If you if you talk street, sorry, if you. That's my bad. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, that's me. If anyone listens to this podcast, you don't know it, but the table that you're sitting on, like half of it works. So every podcast, I'm like, please don't collapse. Please don't collapse. <laughs> nah, it's good. It's good. Um, <laughs> so I fix it. You don't got to worry about it. Yeah. Uh, not saying. Um, oh, outside and inside out. You're talking yeah, about Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that, so if, if we're talking street photography, we're, we're saying that you're going up to strangers, right? And I think like, so you had Deo. Mm-hmm. On here? Dio. Dio, yeah. excuse me. It, it Sorry, took me so bro. long to get used to that. Dio. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dio. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, actually yeah. gonna see him tomorrow. But um he his personality is incredible. He is like, out he, there. He can make anyone feel comfortable. So like, true. And that's a big part of that process, right? So if you want to ask people to take photos of them, like you have to have a personality in which people can trust you and then that like wall will go down. 
Yeah. Um, I don't think I have that personality. I think like I probably would have been slightly nervous myself to ask. So it would came off a little nervous and that energy probably would have came off on them and the photo probably wouldn't have been that good. So that's ah. to me, that's like, and I know I probably like overanalyze it, but no, but you're, I think you're hundred percent right. Yeah. Like, like Dio, I swear to God, you could just trust him within two minutes of meeting him. He's I, incredible. Like if he, if he asked me to do something, I'd probably like, all right, you seem like a nice guy. Sure. You can take my photo. Man. Right, right, right. But if right. some kid came up and he's just like, Hey, uh, can I get your, your photo? Man? Exactly. I like, Nah, what are you gonna do with this? Like, exactly. Jerk off to it later? Exactly. Like, like, right, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. No, but it's it's one hundred percent true. Like the yeah. energy of what you put out, especially in that context, yeah. is just it's just what you get. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah, I mean, I, I so that's uh, that was a caveat, but that's uh, that's where the name came from. A while, a long time ago. So, How long ago was that? What are we in two thousand nineteen? So this had to be like. Maybe 2014. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, five, six years, I guess, something like yeah. that. Dude, that's a long time. Yeah. And so I know you mostly as a videographer. Yeah. And is that something you purposely do now, or is it still half and half, or how does that, how does that split work look like for you? So my work is probably like 90% video, mm. 10% photography. Um, I got into photography and then very quickly realized that people don't want to pay for photography. So this is true. Yeah, Very true. Uh, pay your photographers, man. Like, <laughs> I don't understand it. You know, like stop, just stop that. But anyways, so I end up uh, just teaching myself video. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So uh, shout out to YouTube and uh, and and all that. And it's so it's so annoying as someone who does primarily photos that video does so much better. But it's just I think it's like v video. Normal people just can't do video. It's just way more mystical. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's hard to like, I get it. I mean, you look at the the megapixels in a lot of these like iPhones and that's why people think they can, they can do it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then, excuse me, yeah, then the uh, consumer camera is way better now. Yeah. You know, well, like you can get a $200, $300 camera. Like like I was saying, I started off on the T3i, and that's uh, I think I paid two fifty for it, but I was doing full commercial gigs with it <laughs> for yeah. a long time. I started off on the T5i, okay, not yeah. not far off, dude. Yeah. Same same freaking thing, yeah. and no one knows, no one can tell exactly because it's 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 how you tell that story. Right. But it's like I feel that with video, you can take a video, but people they know that they have to edit, and that's what they don't know how to do. Exactly, like, that's the difficult part for them. Right. Well, I think a rule of thumb for me is that. I believe that most people are are lazy. Mm -hmm. So with most people being lazy, um, with most people being lazy, I think that you can just shine if you just kind of pass over those low hanging fruits. So it, you know, for me, it would have been easy for me to just stop at photography. But if my natural curiosity was venturing in a video mm -hmm. to honor that, you know, um, I think that. I think that like the the cream of the crop always like it's always gonna be there for me. I think even if even if someone so I would never tell anyone to like oh well you need to do video mm -hmm. you know you can't be just a photographer. I don't think that at all. I think that there are amazing photographers out here like that. Just their eye is crazy. Their ability to to compose is crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, um, so I just think if if you are really creating again from the inside going out, like you won't ever have. So, do you think video is better? Like, like in the hierarchy, do you think video is higher up than photography? No, 
Nah, I wouldn't say that. I think that for me, it's about ideas first. So whatever mm-hmm. you need to do for for you to to uh, deliver a concept or tell a story, do that. Mm-hmm. So um, even if that means collaboration, but I wouldn't necessarily say something is is easier or harder because that's just so like that's so personal to you know whatever. Yeah, personal to your resources, personal to your skills, personal to your perspective to know what you've been through what you're interested in so but video does perform better on instagram so maybe that's saying something okay yeah Yeah, oddly enough i mean i think the future is definitely video really Uh, yeah i think that um i think screens you gotta think screens bro like screens are everywhere and i think you know even if you look at those led like billboards like honestly if everyone is used to photo billboards so once those LED billboards are um, everywhere, they're going to want to activate it with short videos. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. So what about like magazines? Do you think that magazines are just going to turn digital and it's just going to be like moving images or something? Magazines, no. Magazines will, magazines will become like analog in a sense where it's like tactile and collectible. Mm-hmm. Um, but almost like how film is now. Exactly. It's just going to be something that people collect, like mm-hmm. records. You know, so like, you think like... Instagram's gonna get to this point where it's all video essentially. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure, hundred percent. That's really interesting. Like, it it makes me think about some great migration where all the photographers are just like, "Fuck this! Everyone can do it. I'm gonna do video because no one can do that." Yeah, I mean, I can see that future, but at the same time, I don't know because I feel like photography always have kind of a weird space. Like, it just occupies a weird space where. It, it says something different than a video can. I, like, like video takes a little bit of time investment as mm-hmm. where I think photography is like, boom, you see it, we're good. Right. You know, and, and vi- video depends. takes a little, you have to spend time with that, with that it content. Depends on where the value goes. I think, again, I, there's always going to be the cream of the crop and like they're going to be really, really good mm-hmm. like photographers and that will always be there. Um, cause certain things like, you know, war photography and stuff like that, like that documentation always will need to be there. Which is crazy, by the way. Yeah, which is crazy. Super dope. But, um, I think like popularity wise, if we're talking like everyone, Mm -hmm. as in like a general consensus, they'll, they'll move to to video. Dang. Just kind of as like the focus. Like the, the photo will be almost like a like a boomerang or something? <laughs> Even that? Like a short moving yeah. photo or something? Think about boomerangs. Huh? Think about boomerangs. Think about how they've just taken over. I hate boomerangs. They are kind of annoying. I yeah. think they could be improved a little bit. Yeah. But they're kind of annoying how like fast they are. And you yeah. just kind of... And then people just boomerang like weird stuff. Right? Are there... I wonder if there's any boomerang artists. <laughs> probably. There's probably someone who makes yeah. bomb boomerangs. There's a, um, there's a super cool girl here. What is her Instagram name? Damn, I'm sorry. No, that's all good. It's the the Il Nada. Mm. She does these super cool like uh, film boomerang esque uh, like photos. Mm-hmm. Super dope. So so when it comes when it comes to to video, um, I was like checking out your website, doing some research. Uh, shout out Kate <laughs> <laughs> for doing research on people. Very cool. Um, uh, yeah, I was, I was checking out a lot of your work. It it seems you had like a collection of like short films. You had a collection of uh, like visuals. And I yeah. saw you even did like a Little Skies visual, which yeah. I was like, wow, I yeah. love Little Skies. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Do you enjoy the more like, doc, not documentary, but do you enjoy the more short film storytelling or the kind of 
crazy try and trip you out rapper background visuals? Um, it's all the same to me. Really? Yeah, it's just it's it's just a story. Everything is a story for me. It's not like something is better than the others. I look at like what I do is more so like this is weird, but it's like you like the method actors. Mm-hmm. You know, like they said, like Denzel Washington on the set of um, Malcolm X was like still Malcolm X when they like cut. Like that's how I look at the way that I work is that um, I, I'm sure people say I have a style, but for me, it's just about whoever I'm working with and whatever we need to do to tell the story. Like that's what I'll do. Mm-hmm. So um, if I'm working with an artist that's, that's trippy, then I will kind of like you know, take on that persona and create from that perspective. Um, if, you know, if, if I'm working with uh, a short film that needs to be, you know, completely different than other work, then I'm okay with doing that as well. So it's, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't like to get tied to like certain ideas or It seems like you don't want to get aesthetics. pigeonholed as the, the, the SoundCloud rapper visual artist. Yeah. Like, oh, you want some trippy shit? Just, just, just right. go, go to District Dodge. Right, right, right. He's going right, put some right. stuff on that makes everyone baked in the crowd just freak right, out. Right, Which I can do that, and I like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just not, it's not limited to that. It's Your not, exhibition was pretty trippy. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And, and so just so people know, like the whole, even the a big reason why I even asked to be on this show is I, I kind of knew who you were, but um, I saw that you were, and, and, I had seen it kind of in the social atmosphere. I saw you were doing this exhibition. It was in, it was called in real life. Right. Yes. And I thought, I just thought that was so cool. Thank you. Like someone in the city putting on and creating an event. And I guess that ties back into your ethos. If you're trying to show people it's possible. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. You know, and, and that was sick. It was like this pop-up in union market, this warehouse district for a weekend. And it was an event. All of the union market. They were awesome working with me on that. Yeah, dude, that that was really cool, and I was just like, man, you know what? I was like, who? I was I, when I saw, I was like, all right, I was like, all right, whoever is doing this, I need to find out who they are. I need to have them on my podcast because I don't meet many artists doing that. Right. Besides myself and a few others, I don't meet many people trying to put on like that. Right. You know, it it it, it takes a lot of cojones to even do that. Yeah. You know, like someone someone could hate your art, but the fact that you put that on, you just shouldn't care. Yeah, I mean, no, but like, but even they, even if they hated what you did, they could still respect the fact that you did that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you hope. Some people still probably don't, but it's cool. Yeah, but tell me about that exhibition, man, because, I mean, what was the inspiration behind In Real Life and, and that whole thing? Um, I think for, for me, for me, there's just never any limit. Like, why limit myself? And, and I think that, um, I think you just got to follow what, like, your soul tells you to do. Really? Yeah, I think that um I think whatever you're like naturally interested in, you should just pursue that to a certain extent, you know? I don't think that there should be limits as to like what this person is, what that person is. Obviously, I think for us to understand, you know, I can say that I'm a videographer or I'm a director or I'm a visual artist or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. context that I need to do, but for me personally not to be tied to those titles. Mm. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with titles because categories, you need categories, you need genres um, just for it to be understood in a loose way. Uh, But I more so think the creator shouldn't be necessarily tied to those titles. So for me, it's just been like a natural progression of 
of um, space and understanding space and how I would activate a space. I've been into art and everything for a while. I was like the kid, uh, shout out uh, No Kings, Peter and Brandon, my brothers. Uh, yeah, respect to those guys. Brothers. I love what they've been doing. Yeah. So they used to like let me into their art shows like that were 21 and up and I was like 15. No way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like take the taxi down to like Art Wino and... No, those guys have been putting on for a long time, I've heard. It's it, it's so sure. easy to think that they just started doing it, but yeah. someone was like, yo, no, they've been in the game for 10 years. Yeah. Literally 10 years, if not more. Sorry. I think she might be downstairs. Yeah, she's downstairs. Is, is she here? Yeah. Okay. We'll just we'll just take a quick pause okay. and we'll pick up from right here because we know exactly where right. we're at. Uh-oh. When I... That's why I don't do them live so we can cut it. That's yeah. fine. Hello. I'll go get her. Yeah, uh, Bruce is going to come get you. Guy in a pretty awesome looking shirt. <laughs> All right, so where were we? So, so uh, you were you were you were sneaking into No Kings Collective's art shows. Yes, at fifteen. Yeah, holy shit! My big brothers, they were awesome. But you were going to art shows at fifteen. That's impressive. Yeah. I was. I've always kind of been into it. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of through the sneaker culture. So kind of got really heavy into um, into sneakers, like through basketball, eighth, ninth grade, and and from there. Like just, the SBs? Yeah, so SBs were big, uh, Jordans were big, but definitely SBs. SBs kind of was the, so Jordans were a wave for sure. Um, shout out to everyone who used to be on Nike Talks Forum. <laughs> if you remember me, Treadmill and P was my screen name back then. I hope, but, I hope uh, someone in the audience right now is just like, yo, right, in the right. comments, like, yo. Right. Um, so Jor- Jordans were, were big, uh, but Nike SB was like avant-garde. Dude, those were insane. <laughs> yeah. I will never forget some of the pairs I would just look up online as, as like a high schooler, yeah. middle schooler, and just wish I had the De La Souls right. or, or wish, right. or wish I had the pigeons and yeah. stuff like that. I had the purple pigeons. You had those? Yeah. God, yeah. you must've been a hustler then. Yeah, I was. You were, yeah, sure. you were reselling yeah. and buying yeah. up. Yeah. yeah Dude, sure. you're, see. Yeah. Actually, my mom always says how like. At first, she didn't know how I was making money in high school, and then she just, you know, at first, I think she was a little like, "Oh, what are you, like, what are you doing?" And then um, once she started seeing shoes come in and out, she like, thought you up to no good. <laughs> yeah, um, she's like, "Yeah, I just kind of let him do his thing." You know, no, it's 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 hundred percent legal yeah, when you're hustling. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy because that's really cool now for kids. Like yeah, the whole Supreme culture now yeah. made it so crazy. all the kids now are buying and reselling, but. Doing it back then was unheard of. No. It was love back then. It was it was it was rooted more in love versus the stunt or the this or that. Because realistically, if you were wearing like um, if you were wearing SBs, like all those crazy colors, you could you know get f- made fun of. Not like seriously, but people would be like, "Oh, them shoes are pink." No, one hundred percent. Because there were some weird stuff coming out, like yeah. the, the pink fuzzy ones yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you wear out those, people people think you're sus or something. Yeah. yeah. And also there was no Instagram flexing. So people really weren't doing it for exactly. the gram back then. It exactly. was just like, no, nah, I'm doing this. And people who know, yeah. people who know about the shoes are going to be like, holy yeah. shit. I can't believe he's walking in those things. And that was before gay slurs weren't cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's 100% true. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. Like those are some of my favorite, favorite, favorite insults. Not, not, <laughs> not, not to gay people. Right. But just in general. Right. Yeah, man, we can't be so serious. I, I, have, you know? I, I, at least on that one, everything yeah. else they can have. Right. But I, yeah, yeah, sometimes sure. I just want to be like, yeah, that's gay. Right, 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 right. Dude, so funny story. We're getting a little off topic here. Yeah. Uh, I was at, I was at my favorite coffee shop right up here called Tacoma Bev. 
and this this uh, barista that I see all the time. I thought we were cool. I thought we were cool, right? <laughs> and uh, we're not cool after this conversation. Yeah. And uh, we start chatting it up, you know, blah, blah, blah. Start talking like some stupid, just like men talk about like girls and mm-hmm. like just dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and somewhere in the midst of that conversation, he says something and I was like, and I was like, oh, that's gay. He's like, whoa. He's like, don't say that word. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, he's like, you shouldn't use the word gay like that. Like it's, it's highly offensive. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, but it just feels good to say gay sometimes. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, like, I don't mean an offensive way. Right. Like, I, like, it's just like a word. Right. And he's like, well, you can think of a thousand other words. And I'm like, all right, but yeah, you know, you're, you're probably right. And I'm, and in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, you know, like, let me not say that. And right. so the conversation keeps going and then I'm, I messed up and I, we were talking about you said like, it again. no, no, no. I, <laughs> I said an even worse word. We were, we were talking about like girls and me being the dumbass I am. I was like, yeah, man, I love those bitches. And, oh <laughs> my God. Man. He, I was, no, it, but, like, the context now sounds so terrible, yeah, 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 yeah. but like, I, I think I was like, yeah, those Instagram bitches or something like right, that. And he's right. like, whoa, don't use that word either. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, bitch is such an offensive word. I'm like, dude, these are some of my favorite words. Right. Like bitch and gay should be okay to say sometimes. Yeah. But I don't know. You don't have to agree. Yeah, with that. I don't no, get I mean, I think, no. Um, yeah, I just, I think that it, it, it is what we make it. Yeah. It is what we make it. Yeah, but I think that ties into art as well. Because, 100%. Because I don't want to ever have to feel scared to create or to put something out because I'm work, I'm going to offend someone. No. Oh, I have some events, offensive stuff that I... That you haven't put out? Yeah. See? No, well, no, I haven't put it out yet. It's, oh. It's still idea. Still oh. in the concept stage okay so like um, what does it comment on uh race Mm. race um what it means to be a female true all sorts of stuff i'm like like i said conversation is so big for me it's if i can like talk to a 20 something female and get her perspective on like what it means to be a female kind of in this culture now or what it means to be a black female in this culture now or what it means to be a Spanish female in this culture. Now, I feel like, in a way, I have, like, kind of, like, lived that life. Really? If I ask the right questions. What do you mean? So, I guess I'm a, I'm a super visual person. Try talking to the mic, by the way. Um, I'm a super visual person. So, I, uh, so, when I'm talking to people, I can kind of, like, like, see the experience in my mind. Mm. And then it feels more personal. So from there, I'm able to kind of create from within that place because I'm taking myself emotionally to that place that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I, 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 I had all sorts of things I want to do. Um, coming of age movie. Like, I love coming of age movies. Did you see mid 90s or was it early yeah. 90s? Yeah, mid 90s. How perfect Fire. was that? How old are you, by the way? 27. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're all basically the same age. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that movie hit home for me. It's fire. Everything about that hit home. He killed it. Yeah. He super killed it. But, but what was interesting about what you just said is trying to tell the story through someone else's eyes. Um, my last podcast guest just made me super woke to this idea. Have you ever heard of the idea of holding space? Uh, what context? So, so holding, holding space for someone is allowing them to express the idea in the way that they want to be presented or like, so like I'm going to hold this space for Pierre to express his life and his arts in whatever way he wants. Mm -hmm. So, um, an example would be like, uh, let's say you were trying to tell a story of in, 
Asian girls marginalized in American culture, or Asian women, right? Right. Instead of Pierre being like, uh, let me let, let me dress them up like like kinky cosplay girl, and <laughs> and then that's gonna have the tone of towards that right. holding face would be like you talking to them like, hey, so here's my idea. I want to do this. How would you feel best comfortable representing this idea um, with my creative twist on it? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I, I feel like you have to do that. Yeah. I feel like you have to do that. If you're, if, if there's no rules, um, but if you are trying to tell a specific story, you have to, if it's not fiction, if you're trying to comment on something that is, 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 is actual, then mm -hmm. you have to figure out, you have to do your research. That's, I, I, I'm more of a researcher. I'm more analytical when it comes to creating. I'm not, I'm not the person that's going to sell this mystic, like, oh, I just got this idea. It just dropped in my head. Like, I'm so creative. I walk on the beach with no socks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke my spleef. Right, right. Walk on the beach with no socks right. and, 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 yeah, just, and, and just, it just think, hit me. And think deeply. Yeah, yeah it just hit me. Um, so when you get an idea, you kind of, like what you look up the history of things yeah, or you look up you researching look, look like crazy so how does that tie in into your last or uh, was that your first exhibition that yeah it was my first so yeah, how does that tie in into the concept of that so the concept that I, i'm a huge fan of rick and morty ah huge fan of rick okay. and morty it's like it's easily like one of my favorite shows ever um Hot so that like multiverse theory I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on it as far as this is is uh, is truth or whatnot. But, what exactly is the multiverse theory? Um, so the multiverse theory is that uh, there are alternate universes in which we exist in mm. all at once. Okay. So there could be an infinite amount, an infinite amount of us. So there could be you know several different me's and different universes that are on different like tracks. Oh wow! Life. Okay, yeah. yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. So um, that's kind of the premise of Rick and Morty. And uh, kind of watching that and, and, and uh, thinking like on, on social, I mean, we all kind of have that like homie who's like kind of different on social media. Just like, I know you in real life, but like on social, you just act a little different. Whether he's trying to be a flexor or whether he's just trying to act sad boy or something. Yeah, like yeah. It's just like, you, you're not this. Just presenting something different. Yeah, it's just, uh, so it just, uh, it allows people to take on these personas um, that are just a little different than, than them. So I, I looked at it in a super dramatic fashion and I'm like, well, man, this is like two different realities. Mm. <clears throat> that like we coexist It's like the multiverse right exactly. there. Exactly. So instead of looking at it as like like physical different universes, looking at it as we are in this reality, which is like the physical world, but then we also exist in this digital reality. Um, so with that came the idea of in real life. Um, and the, the title hit me first. And then from there, I just kind of worked backwards. So I always tend to work backwards. Whatever the final like idea or concept that I'm trying to get across, mm -hmm. that is the the start of it. And then from there, I'll move backwards. Um, mm. Trying to like... Yeah, like that drives the narrative. Exactly. Like, what can I deduce from this and how can yeah. I find the meaning from in real life? Because it's like the, the two worlds in real life. Like, how do I... Right. So was it like you were trying to say that... And I, I don't want you to define it. This is just me figuring this out and what your thought process was. It was because the first room was, it seemed like giant cell phones. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's like three giant cell phones and they were rapidly scrolling just mm -hmm. through anything we would go through on our phones. Yep. And I was looking at that kind of like 
trying to keep track of it, but I'm just like, oh, I, it, it feels like you're trying to like do a take on how we scroll or, or this the universe or. Um, so the, the whole, the whole premise is really just to kind of have a space that's like that intersection of the physical and the digital reality. Mm. And um, looking at that, if the, if, if the digital is a reality, then everything in our normal reality of which we know, the physical world, kind of applies in that reality as well. So everything from our basic wants and needs. So that piece um, was meant to show that everything that we can want in the physical world, we can want in the digital world as well, or we can get, better said. Um, so scrolling through, you... You saw community, which is social media. You saw um, sex, which is like there was a, a very, very mild um, cam girl thing on YouTube. I didn't want to get too crazy because I knew my grandma was going to be there. So, uh, <laughs> um, so uh, and then there was food with like Uber Eats and stuff like that. News, the news app. Um, so really that piece was meant to show you that anything we could desire in the physical realm is also available in the digital realm. Um, so again, if we're looking at the digital realm in this dramatic fashion, that means every existential question that has, you know, been on man's mind since the dawn of time, whether, you know, what's our purpose, why are we here, this, that, and the third, like that applies to the digital as well. Mm -hmm. Um, which I tend to, to find myself axing, you know, um, axing myself more in the digital than the physical. Really? Yeah. Like asking yourself what? Uh, just like why? Why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of noise, bro. So do you just wish there's just it a lot of exist or something? No, like you're no. anti-social media. No, not at all. I just think that it's it's just that that kind of uh, that degree of kind of being anonymous mm. allows people to just live out these weird things that they want to do, whether that's being a troll or whether that's super stunting. Oh, so you don't like, anon that you don't like anonymity or I'm probably even saying that wrong, anonymous, whatever, being anonymous. On the <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just, I think that, I think that if you're not asking yourself the existential questions that hopefully you're kind of asking yourself in the physical, then in the digital, you're just kind of able to do whatever. So if I, I know exactly why, I do about 99.9% .9 of the stuff that I do. Really? Yeah. So everything is, is for a reason. Everything is to drive a narrative. And I guess this kind of goes back to me being a director, you know, um, a storyteller, like videographer. So everything that I do is kind of like driving a narrative. And I think that if you don't think about it like that, then you can misstep. So um, I think... The idea that I need to make someone desire to be me in order for them to enjoy something I create or to partake in something that I create is BS. Mm, I see exactly what you're saying there. I'm more but, open source. Like it's not, <clears throat> it's just not, it's not, I don't want you to think anything I, I do is super mystical. I want you to understand that like through hard work and, and through research and through figuring out and being true to yourself that you can do whatever it is in your lane that you want to do. But I find that there's so much noise now because everyone, to me, like Instagram is just like a whole bunch of people yelling to look at me. That's exactly what it is. And look how important I want your attention. I follow me. Yeah. I'm worth following. 
I'm doing I'm cool on this things. podcast. You should listen to me. Exactly. This, that, and the third. Like, yep. nah, man. You know, it's just corny. It's just corny. It's that is corny. not the reason why I have to create this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. No, you're providing a service. I but, think. but, but in a way, it's like this digital space created it so that's how we function in these things. And it almost makes it seem like anything you do within these things has that effect. Like, yeah, like that's, that's like, why like I'm even, torn even, a lot. <laughs> even, even if you just wanted to just post something you enjoyed. Exactly. Even if it was just me, me at my art show, I'm not trying to flex on you. I'm not right. trying to do this. It, it'll still feel like, oh, that's so cool. Look what he's doing. Like right. he's presenting the best things about himself. Right. And I, and I think that's where it gets sticky for you. Or just maybe people. That's people exactly in where it gets to. I mean, I, a lot of my stuff is like rooted in conflict. It's like I'm. I created my brand, and I'm able to like sustain and live my life because of the digital world. Most of the things that I create is direct or digital, mm-hmm. whether that be on um, the work side, where I'm working with different companies on video projects and commercials and stuff like that, or whether that be on the art side. It's it's digital. So that's the 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 whole idea of that like contrast within the space you know, like we're literally at the intersection of the physical and the digital because that's where I live because I, I live I live more for like for me and I live more for the things that peak my eye and I try to stay very true to how it feels when it hits my eye initially um but at times you just feel like man like <sighs> it was like back in the day when you saw a shoe you would like it based on how you felt like that interaction you had with that creation Mm-hmm. right it's like it meant something to you yeah. so it's like man like holding this or seeing this or this or that it means something to me and this is why i like it but but the know, effect isn't the same when it's just a picture on the internet is that what you're well, saying well the effect isn't the same now because you cannot clearly move through through art now because everybody is quick to present how so if if astro astro world came out on a friday true by lunchtime that Friday, people were saying that this is a classic album. Yeah. Like, you did you, you got through the album like twice, maybe one, <laughs> one and a half times. How could you say it's a classic? Granted, I love the album, but that's just what I'm saying. So if I kind of, you know, if I'm shooting or if I'm a person that has a job or whatever, and I didn't get a chance to listen to it, by the time I'm listening to it, I already saw 30 people say it was a classic. So that is, that's influencing how I'm, how I'm consuming the art. Mm, so you're saying like that predisposition of how you already should be, you're even subconsciously being told it's already good. Exactly. Before you even come to your, exactly. your conclusion, oh, it's classic, it's classic. Exactly. But it's like, classics aren't built in a week. Classics are built through time and after exactly. you listen to it a thousand times right. and then everyone kind of realized, oh, whoa, Astral World really summed up that generation. Ex- yes, That's exactly. a classic. But exactly. It, it feels like it was quickly labeled or something. Yeah. So and I know that's just an example. Yeah. That's just an example. And, you know, like I said, I love the album. Um, but I've been, when I was in the gallery, I was explaining to people like when I used to come home and my mom was playing like Stevie Wonder, like songs in the key of life, it meant something to me on a deeper level. And I, I was young. I didn't know that it was like widely considered one of the best albums ever created. Mm-hmm. I just knew the way that it hit my ear and how it made me feel like walking in and like smelling my mom cooking and like, you know, if it's magic playing and that meant something, you know? Um, So for me, it just, it doesn't, you know, it is what it is. I'm not like, I'm not a person to err on either side. I think that it's our reality. So to, 
to look back and to say, oh, this was better. Or this this is worse. That's kind of like it's crazy that like you know, you're you have this stance on digital where it almost seems like gloomy. Where <laughs> it's 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 like I wish I was born a hundred years ago, but not really because yeah, because I love so many, it. There are advantages to yeah. all this stuff, but at the same time, it's it's um, it, it's scary, it, and it's almost scary to think that for for you, especially for photographers, it's different because we can print our work. Like right. you can't really print a video. No, that's scary, right? If everything went cold, all your art's gone. I can a project a video though. That's true. That's true, but, pro- but you yeah. can never have a physical version yeah. of it, which is nuts. Which is why, again, for me, it's not really about. It's just about the idea. If I get a tactile idea, which I have some, like mm-hmm. I'm going to make it happen however way I need to. You know, um, I was just looking at 3D printers the other day. Those are crazy. Yeah. And it's I been so cheap. long since I've heard about them recently. Remember when they first came out, it was everyone yeah. was on the nuts of that. Yep. Now it feels like they kind of went back underground or something. Because everyone's listening to Astro World. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's popping half his in. Right, right. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, tactile, like things that, you know, things that you can physically hold, like that's incredible. You know, I'm uh, a bit of a hoarder, probably if you ask my beautiful girlfriend. Um, is, <laughs> like, is, is he a hoarder? Like, she said yes. I, I just, it's just, again, to me, so sorry. To me, that is like a nod to my youth. So if I see something and I'm like, oh, that looks cool. I can have that experience without like any, any, like, um, any disruption. I can have that relationship with that object, whether it's like five seconds or 10 seconds or whatever, I can have that relationship with that object. And if it lasts like more than 15 seconds, then I need to have it. Mm, And you're aware of that feeling. Yeah. I'm super aware, man. I'm always like, do you view the world from like outside yourself in a weird way? Almost like you see things in third person. Uh, or, I wouldn't or, or say do you like think about things like that because I wouldn't say third person. I would just say I'm always like I'm always open and aware, and I'm mm-hmm. always looking at everything, and I'm always composing a storyline in my head. I'm always there's always something like you know we'll be sitting there at at uh, having a date, um, and we'll see somebody, and and in my mind I'll instantly just kind of make up a storyline of what is going on at that booth or that table, dude. Me and my friends used to sit around doing that all the time. It's just you, great. you see someone and you just think, all right, what, what's their life story? And right. you try to do some by looking at their hands, by yep. looking at what they're wearing, mm-hmm. by the scars on their face mm-hmm. and everything like that. Yeah. Makes you I wonder just, if you're right. Yeah. It's just, you just got to be, I think art, so art, art isn't just one thing. Mm-hmm. Like art is everything. Art is everything. Art is in everything? Or art, art is, is everything. everything. And everything is art. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, we, if, if art is a creation, everything is created right? This is created. Everything is created. So, you know, that experience that you have with that thing is art. Even if you don't like a well-designed, whatever, a well-designed coffee mug where the handle fits right in your hand and you have that experience every morning of drinking your coffee out of that mug Mm -hmm. or like my favorite robe at home. Like it just makes me feel like a skinny Rick Ross. Without the beard. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, that was way better. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I practiced that. I practiced that a few. Um, yeah, so like that experience is like, is something, is art. So, um, and that doesn't limit to good experiences. It limits to, it's bad experiences too. I have like some, some kind of like 
sensory overload ideas that I'll I'll be doing in in the in the future where it's like like you go in a room and it's like lights flashing, music is like so loud that you just can't like bear it. Mm-hmm. That's complete overload. Yeah, I mean it would have to, and that's art too. I can't I can't describe what that feeling would be. Like. It'd have to be like strobe lights in your face, music blasting. That's just all over the place. Like some crazy remix Japanese producer thing. Right, right. That's like super chopped. Right. And then you have to be smelling something. Yep. And then maybe someone gave you like a popsicle, and you're like, "What is this flavor?" Yeah. That'd be that'd be kind of a nuts some idea. Trying to some gummies. It's some like yeah, some crazy gummies. <laughs> How baked do I need to be for this conversation? Right. Now? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I mean the, the, your your approach in the world is 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 beautiful. I mean, and it's crazy. It's good. It's it's. I think it's good, but it, there's there's pros and cons always. And my mind is always working. It's always like, it's just always going. Mm-hmm. It's always going. Like at night, the morning, you know. Like it's just it's always going because I'm always kind of like, just thinking and wondering. And you know, like our friends come over and and they know that like. I'm gonna ask them like 30 questions. Just I'm just interested. Mm-hmm. Just interested in the perspective. Like yeah. it's, it's it's important. You know? Yeah, no, 100 percent So I think like, you know, take it back to in real life. In real life just was kind of like a comment on that intersection that I stand and I live in that I feel conflicted about all the time. Cause I just I don't I don't want the like I don't want people who can't critically think to to be like led in a wrong way. Right. Mm. So it's like you if you see someone who's doing this, doing that, like showing this life, that life, you're not thinking about the bad. You may just think, oh, I need to do this. I need to be doing more, this, that, and the third. Like you don't you need to stay to your lane. It felt it it feels like you think about art and sh- sharing your art, especially in that 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 exhibit in like a like a second or third layer so like i personally only create art that sometimes reaches those layers because i act like everyone's stupid like it's (laughs) weird it's it's really weird but like i when i when i create my my photography like my more fine art driven stuff right i always try to do that on on one layer deep right because i i assume that most people can't think too deep unless right. you you tell them but I, I want them to look at this and be like oh i get it right and then maybe then maybe they're driven into layers that i didn't make right and that was something that was weird because I, I i bet you had this experience at your your exhibit where someone would come up to you with it with a meaning on your art that you never yeah that, that was never your intention sure. yeah and that's fine you know that's because again so we're, we're we're speaking like perspective so like there's no reality there's only your own reality mm-hmm you know, like I could be a complete asshole to you and like she can love the shit out of me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And y'all can argue forever, but the, we would never come to a consensus of what's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. So your reality is your truth and we can't debate that. So if someone comes in and, and, and you know, there's a concept that they take away from something that I create, then that's right. That's That's awesome. cool. You can never you know, say that wrong. unless it, it becomes a personal thing where they're like, I think that you are saying this, then I can correct them and say, mm. no, that's not what I'm saying. But if they say this makes me feel like this, then they're right. Mm-hmm. You know? And that, and that's the point of it. And I also think that a lot of times I think art should piss you off sometimes. I think it should make you feel some way if it, it leaves you in the uh, middle. Yeah, then I feel like sometimes feel you didn't do your job. You can't be safe. You can't be safe, but you can't be wild for the sake of being wild. It has to just make sense mm-hmm. to you, just to you. If it makes sense to you, it's cool. 
But if you're just doing it just to be wild or just to be avant-garde or just to be this, that, and the third, then it's, it's it, you're saying that that's not like natural or organic. No, whatever, whatever is natural um, to you, not maybe not even natural necessarily, because I, I have some ideas that I will definitely take me out of my own comfort zone. But the idea was natural. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So the the statement or the concept is something that I came up with. And yeah, it may take me out of my comfort zone, but I'm super committed to ideas come first and then everything comes after that. You know, like the the exhibit had, you know, light design, had painting, had kind of a little bit everything, but I'm not a painter at all. But the idea comes first and then everything afterwards I'll do. I'll morph into whatever I need to, to make the idea happen and make the experience and the story be able to hit. Mm-hmm. And I think if you think from that way, um, I think if you think from that way, no one will ever be able to stop you from creating the things that you want to create. And that again is tied back into creating from the inside out. Cause then there are people who claim to be multifaceted just because they want to look a certain way. Because right? they so want to look multifaceted. Yeah, they want to look not, like, not because oh, I'm a driving art center, but because exactly. they, they want to look multifaceted. Exactly. So I'm a photographer, I'm a I'm a, you know, a creative director, I'm a stylist, I'm a, you know, rapper and producer all in one. Now there there are But how many how much do you really trust someone who does all those things? The work will always speak. That's I true. never That's I true. never I, I never question anyone. I just say, you know, can can you shoot me over some of your work or I'll just look and and see if if they're scattered or if they're if they're concise and focused because I do think that you can do a lot. I think that I think if you're thoughtful and you're trying to create a world and there's a and there's some type of theme, tying theme or whatever, then you can do a lot. Like you can do a lot. You can, you know, if you have there's um I'm trying to show love to all the homies. Um but I'm forgetting yeah, no forgetting Instagram names. You guys circle back to them. Yeah. Um you know, there's a I'm mad I cannot remember this name. But anyways. Yeah. So um, I can't remember his name, but anyways, like I was saying, so there, there are artists that we enjoy that literally will create a whole world. I always reference like Tyler, the creator. True. Um, what world he, he so he has music, you know, film as far as like his music videos are, are kind of geared in its short films. He has uh, a distinct like clothing line. So all that stuff he produces, <sighs> all that stuff. You know, it can seem like, okay, cool. Do you think that he like naturally produces them or do you think they're a product of just his success? I, I to, from, I, I don't know, yeah. but from, from my understanding, it seems like he does. It seems like he starts with, um, a concept or inspiration and then he moves backwards from there. Cause from there it, it, it's not that hard. And that's the part of demystifying art that I'm, I'm like super, super obsessed with because for in real life, the concept was first and then everything come after wasn't hard because I understand my concept. Mm. So even when I, I did my rollout and I had, um, I dressed up in ha- a hazmat, full hazmat, like a uh, jumpsuit and I put goggles on and a, a face mask and that concept, the concept drove that decision because I want to act like I'm traversing through another reality. Oh, and that was on your that was on your feet. I remember yeah, seeing that. Yeah, yeah. So, 
again, if you start with a concept or a reference or a few references or whatever, and you want to, I want to get across this, everything else can come afterwards. You know, everything from, you know, the, the clothes that you wear, even the opener reception, I wore like a, uh, a white vest um, with white pants. Yeah, you were all white, man. And just- that's, that's like, so that's, that was like my modern version of a lab coat. Mm. So you know your references to me is which like, goes back to the Ricky Morty reference exactly. You see how it all ties in, yeah. But it's not anything that I necessarily need to to like yell out or this or that, like it because it's it's personal for me. But once you start with that concept, everything kind of falls underneath that. And I think that if you can create something that people can consume, however they intend, then you'll always be good. So if there there's um. Uh, one of one of our friends, shout out Jone, she came up to me at the opening reception and was like, I don't really understand art or, or anything, but I like this. It looks good. And that's fine for me. That's cool. I don't need, I don't feel any type of way about that. It doesn't make me upset. And then there are other people um, like yourself and, and others who were interested in the deeper layers of it. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. We can talk about that as well. So I'm not here to to say, oh, well, you got to, if you, like, no, if if you can create something that on the surface level looks good and makes people feel a certain way, makes them feel good or whatever, and then on the deeper level, people who want to take a more um, analytical stance and really look at it and analyze and, and, and talk about the idea and the concept, they can, enjoy, excuse me, they can enjoy it as well. Good to go. I, I think that's, that's an interesting way to create. Oh, it just looks good, but no, it, there's way different levels to it. And I think that's what happens to a lot of artists that even die and their art's not recognized. But when they die, they go, everyone just kind of goes, wait, wait a minute. This is actually genius. You know, whether it was Van Gogh or Basquiat mm-hmm. or anyone mm-hmm. like that, it's kind of like they see it after the fact. Even like late Picasso. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm not familiar with, with too much Picasso. We, me, me and Sarah, uh, my friend who's visiting... North Carolina, we've been spending a lot of time in like the portrait gallery and the National Gallery of Art. And I like I, the portrait gallery. I think I like that third floor. What was it? I'm trying to think of the third floor. <laughs> That's where the uh, the neon piece is. It's like the neon piece of the outline of the United States. We didn't make it to the third floor. Everyone forgets that there's a third floor. You seen? You know, what I'm I've seen about? pictures of it. Yeah, I've seen tight. tons of pictures yeah. of it. I always think no one does it justice photography wise. Yeah. but I, I think I think it looks tight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, photograph art better, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 even even like those pieces, you you look at them and you're kind of like, I don't get it, or or, or you're like, why is this famous? Why is he famous? But it's it's more than that. It's super more than that. It's you, people who say things like that are stupid, dude. You're you're an artist's artist. You're like you're you're an artist to the bone, dude. Like <laughs> like I don't know if I'm as much of an artist as you are. I I. I try not to be a purist, but sometimes I land on that side. Um, and the way I always say that there's no right or wrong, sometimes I even contradict myself in that statement mm-hmm. um, just because it's a preference. Like there's my my interests are very like niche and spot on and I know exactly what I like and why I like it. And if I don't like it, I can tell you why I don't like it. Um like it makes it makes me think that like when you go home, you don't just like fuck off and play video games. Like you go home and you're like you're like art, music. Like let me just draw. Like storyboarding. Like it, it just makes me feel like like you just operate in a whole different world than I operate. Like no, no, I I consume a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. So I try to consume a lot of art. I try to consume a lot of 
like everything if mm-hmm. I can. Music, um, movies, everything. Like I just try to consume and I try to to again form those opinions on what I like and what I don't like, but not as truth as a personal experience with that creation. And then from there I can take I can take something from from you know here and put it to there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's that is the the part of of art and creating that I think people don't all the way understand is that references are huge. References like my phone has like five thousand images in it, and it's just all random things that like I see and I just snap a picture. And just kind of having a relationship with those references, you can create something because there's nothing that's new. Nothing is new. So you don't like the excuse of I, I'm not inspired. <clears throat> Yeah, I think that I think you should always be inspired. I don't see how you can. I've heard that so many times. Someone's like, "Oh, I'm just feeling so uninspired today." But it's a cool. Not everyone can. It's like not everyone can just stop saying stuff for cool reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's just like don't say stuff that doesn't make sense. Have you looked for inspiration? Like, what are you trying to do? Like, Mm -hmm. just be open. Be open. Like, don't be so. Oh, I I don't. Like, don't be so in your head. Just be open. But I'm speaking from a place of I've been there. I've been I've, for so long. It, even like to hear like to hear him say like I'm an artist. Artist is it? 